Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our Monday broadcast. George Watkins here, kicking off the week with some good news. Jesus still loves us. God is still on the throne. And in spite of all the news you hear on the on the media, we will win and we will overcome. Okay, well, I'm talking in the spiritual world there, of course. Natural world has uh, has um, the impact from the spiritual world. So as we take our dominion in the spiritual, through prayer and confession and declaration and prophecy, you know, the prof- prophesying God's word, so forth, the natural world then will begin to respond to it. So when we win in the spirit, the natural world has the byproduct of winning also. We're still looking for some good reports out of the natural world, but meanwhile, let's stay hooked into God. <laughs> Amen. A number of years ago, there was a series of movies and documentaries made on the hand of God. I don't know if you if you didn't see it. I'm sure you can find it somewhere on the internet. Terrific, terrific and just amazing stories of what God did with locations and cities and nations when they turned to God, when they had revival, when they had renewal. One of them is in the Guatemala, South America area, where this village that had the, the, the Lord showed up, <laughs> almost everybody got saved. Their cucumbers were twice the size. They're, all the fruit and the vegetables, and the products was just amazing. They made trips to the, to the um, city, taking their products more often than they ever had done. There was no uh, drinking. There was no alcohol. All alcoholism and all that. All that uh, deliverance went on because they turned themselves to God. So let's stay steady. Amen. I'm talking today about limitless grace. Limitless grace. Say that really fast early in the morning. <laughs> limitless grace. By the way, I'm George Watkins, if I haven't said that. And if you're new to our broadcast, thank you for coming by. Also, leave a little uh, footprint that you were here. Sign up for or at least subscribe. Give us a comment. Give us a thumbs up. Drop your name somewhere so we know you were by. That's a comfort and an encouragement to us. All right. Well, let's talk about grace just a little bit today. Unlimited, limitless grace, limitless grace. Now, one of the uh, one of the thorns in the side of our theologians today, or or the church or people's thinking, is that we consider grace, the word grace, to be the ability, the thing that God lets us get away with anything we want to get away with. Well, I'm going to give you grace on that so you don't have to pay the debt. Oh, I'm going to give you grace on that so you won't be punished for that crime. 
that's not the grace we're talking about. And I don't believe it's the scriptural understanding of grace. Mercy is the, is the element of God that has forgiven us. He's given us mercy where we should have had judgment. So the blood of Jesus Christ has given us mercy and has covered, removed, and forgiven all of our trespasses. Grace, on the other hand, is the enabling power of God to do his purpose and his will on earth. So this controversy, uh, head-butting back and forth about, uh, about the grace message, quote-unquote, a lot of hair standing up on the back of the neck, you know, the hackles, as they say, over the grace message arguing that you can't go that far, that you can't have uh, greasy grace, sloppy grace, and so forth. I'll tell you what, you can't have too much grace. <laughs> you cannot have too much grace. The church has been <clears throat> somewhat stingy in the area of mercy. I was uh, raised in a small Pentecostal organization that it sometimes their mercy was not really evident. I was raised up as a teenager in that Pentecostal church. And there's some people that still haven't forgiven me for being a teenager. <laughs> Things that I uh, did, got away with, or tried to get away with, was um, spread around and uh, had hard attitudes toward that preacher kid. Well, God gave me mercy and, and delivered me from being a teenager so that I could go on and be a man of God and a uh, pillar in the house of God, which I am today. Thank, thank God for his mercy. But it was for his grace that I was able to do that. Not just mercy. Mercy canceled the debt. Grace gave me horsepower. Mercy covered my sins. Grace gave me the enabling Holy Spirit, God-filled power within to push me, shove me, blast me, and launch me into my destiny. That's the grace of God, unlimited grace. Just take a couple of scriptures here in John, John 1, 14. The word was made flesh, and we beheld his glory full of grace and truth. So Jesus came. We beheld the glory, but it was full of grace and truth. So this grace theme in the life and the journey of Jesus is all the way through the Testaments. Acts, um, let's see, the 16th verse. I want to turn over to uh, John 1.14 in the Amplified. I think it would be worth our time just to take a minute here and read that. Uh, three verses together because I want to I want you to catch the unlimited grace that we have the enabling power of God to do the work of God to do the will of God amen and the word Christ became flesh human incarnate and tabernacle fixed his tent of flesh lived a while among us and we actually saw his glory his honor his majesty such glory as an only begotten son receives from his father 
full of grace, favor, loving kindness, truth. John testified this, the 15th verse, about him and cried out, this is he of whom I said, he that comes after me has priority over me, for he was before me. Verse 16, for out of his fullness, we all received, all had a share, and we all, uh, we were all supplied with, with one grace after another, grace upon grace, the King James says. So the abundance of grace is talk, talked about, and grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. Now, Paul said we could get away with a lot of things. He said, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are expedient. I made a comment in the notes below. Take time to read it if you can. And uh, I said this, that when we begin to know, know the love of God and we love God as he loves us, because we are the moon, he is the sun. He reflects love on us. The only love we are able to, to give back is the love that he's given us. So we're reflectives. We, we give back our love. That love is something that promotes me, propels me into his presence. And in the presence of the Lord, I walk in that, in that track of not wanting to disappoint disappoint or to, or to, or um, offend because I love my father with my wife because I love her there's things I don't do because I don't want to offend I don't want to bring disgrace all those things now you say well if you didn't love her you'd go off and do some crimes no I'm talking about when you love someone you 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 walk a line that keeps you in the safety zone. You don't go out and mess around with other things. You don't go out and tempt yourself because the love of God constrains us. So this whole idea about if I get too much grace, I'm going to end up being a, you know, an, um, a whoremonger or an alcoholic or a thief or a killer just because I can get away with it. God says, oh, well, I've got grace. So that's not what grace is all about. Grace gives me the ability to do the will of God, the enabling power of God to do his will. Amen. So let's see this, pick this up in John 1, 16 again. We've received grace upon grace and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing and even favor upon favor and gifts heaped upon gift. Think of this. This is unlimited grace. This verse 16 is trying to explain in the Amplified the amount of how much it's unlimited. <laughs> if you had an unlimited bank account, someone was pumping money in there for you, most of us would not have the discipline to not go do whatever we ever dreamed of doing or buy the biggest boat in town or something. We would do something that was just on the border of being crazy because we had unlimited resource. So here we have unlimited grace and unlimited um, <clears throat> gifts, spiritual blessings rather, 
an unlimited uh, favor. Wow. Never runs out. Never runs out. Now, as you mature, as you get older in the natural, you have more discipline. A teenager, a young adult, the discipline hasn't been worked into their core yet. They haven't learned how to take a hold of life and hold on to it and not be a fool. A young person, a child or a teenager, they flitter it away and lose it, don't know where it is. But because age and maturity causes us to have value on the things we have, we keep track of them. So as we mature in the Lord and love the Lord God with all of our heart, we begin to value these things called spiritual blessings and grace and gifts that have been given to us unlimited measure, grace upon grace, blessing upon blessing, gifts gift upon gift. I've been prophesying over people since I was a teenager, 19 or so. I think I had my first record of that in one of my uh, letters I wrote home to mom about it, my mother. Now, when I received the gift and the, uh, the beginning of that manifestation of prophecy, personal prophecy, prophesying over people, along with it came a little note and said, George, you only have 3,600 prophecies, so use them wisely. <laughs> no, it didn't. Of course not. That'd be silly. Never heard of that. Everything God gives is unlimited. His righteousness is unlimited. His forgiveness is unlimited. His grace is unlimited. And his mercies are unlimited. So I've been prophesying now for 60-some years. And... Uh, <laughs> Never run out. Just hit the switch, and here comes another one from heaven. So it is with this ability to do the will of God. You have the ability to do God's will. Grace is unlimited, and he will give you the power and the unction. I like that word in the King James when it talks about the Holy Ghost. He gives us the unction of the Holy Ghost. I can, When I say that word, I can feel the, you know, the power come out of my my inner being <laughs> something comes out god gives you the ability to do his will and his purpose so i call you on this monday morning to allow and confess and receive and speak the grace of god to the things you're doing today grace upon grace point to that business point to that automobile <laughs> that needs repair point to the relationships point to your health and say grace upon grace the enabling power of god to come through this thing and to be victorious amen no limits you never run out hallelujah i brought my cord with me today into the studio my little um, computer losing its in the battery so last week, during one of my broadcasts, it quit on me because I didn't have it plugged in. So today I brought my cord. I plugged it in. And I have unlimited power as long as they don't shut, my, shut me off downtown, right? You have unlimited power because you're plugged into the Holy Ghost and to the Father's heart. Well, I love you guys and gals. Thank you for coming by today. 
Monday's a good start. We're going to kick off with some of these thoughts on grace and peace and mercy and wholeness and happiness this week. <laughs> Amen. I release you into your destiny. I pray God's blessing upon you. You've already had mercy. Now just kick in the grace and watch the power kick into your journey. I release your mind to be free from bondage and, and self-doubt and, and seeds of doubt. People have spoke to you. I speak into your, into your inner man to be opened up and release the Holy Ghost that is in you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, don't forget, uh, sign up on YouTube. Like me on Facebook. If God's nudging you to send us a financial blessing, you can do it through PayPal in the notes below. And for those that have, thank you so much. God bless you, and God bless you. Well, see you in the morning. It's going to be a great day. <laughs>